Hey everyone, welcome to Deep Thinking with Rick, the podcast where we analyze topics in a deep way to better our lives and the world we live in. I'm your host, Rick Matsuko Terry, and in today's episode, I'm really continuing just in a little bit of a financial vein, talking about unhelpful money values that we have. Uh, you know, season two, I've decided to focus on helping us go from victim to survivor because that is where you start everybody starts from being a victim and then goes straight to the survival level and now i went through this process myself so i want to help you guys by giving you some of the things i went through and even still am going through hopefully this will help you take your next step up and uh, today on today's episode we're just going to be focusing a little bit more on money so on today's podcast i want to talk about three particularly unhelpful money values that most of us have and most of us have had at some point or the other which you know in society we have it and because they are values we think it's normal but my friends this is really unhelpful and it's actually hurting us it's actually keeping us at grade zero in our lives it's the reason why money maybe comes to you but leaves you straight away it's the reason why you you struggle to become rich it's the reason why you feel jealousy for rich people whenever you you hear the word rich people you, you're trying to say oh let's go get their money because you yourself have these unhelpful values inside you those three values are going to i'm going to talk about is borrowing number one spending and number three social pressure so i want to speak to them in different ways so uh, you know pardon me let me hope let me see if i can fit this into 10 minutes Number one, borrowing. Oh, borrowing is such an unhelpful value. But it's a, it's a value we have. So many people have the wrong value that if you need something, if you want something, if there's no, if you don't have something, you can go and be a, and, and borrow from someone else, either the bank or a person in your life. And you want, you are going to be a headache to those people rather than solving the issue yourself. Rather than you yourself, finding a way to get the money or to, 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 to control your appetite. No, you want to go and become a headache to someone else. Because that's what borrowing is. You know, whether this is going to your, your family members, going to your best friend, going to your friends, your acquaintances, your colleagues, going to people you work with at work and say, oh, can they have money? Think about it this way. You see, some of us, a lot of us, we're too selfish sometimes. Think about it this way. That person you are going to borrow money from has money issues themselves. They themselves. Do you think they don't have anything to do with their money? Do you think they don't have money struggles where they're trying to do some things? You are going and getting getting them to give you money they should have used for their things that they need to do to give you. Because you were unable to either manage the money you had or you are greedy and you, 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 you are... You can't control your appetites, so you want to buy something now that you don't deserve to have. This is what we mean and what I talk about by borrowing being a bad value. And then when they start asking you for their money back, let's say something has happened and you're not able to return them. Now you're trying to avoid them. You are now putting strain on the relationship just because you had an issue ages ago. So this is why you must control your appetites. You can't be looking at things that you can't afford and say, oh, I want these, so I'm going to go to somebody else and ask them to give me. 
Oh, I see this in so many bad ways. I see people who uh, I know. I know people who have no jobs, and what they do is they see a lifestyle. They like they want to live a certain lifestyle, and then they go and find their friends or their family members who have jobs, and they say, "Hey, can you just give me a little bit of money, please?" And you're going. You see. There is an old adage that would say that he who doesn't work cannot eat. It was an old thing that was there. It's like if you don't work, you're not going to eat. And yes, we have welfare and all that stuff and all that stuff. But my friends, the dignity of labor means that you have to find what is the thing that you can contribute to society that will make you earn your own money, and then from your own money, you can live the lifestyle that you. Deserve to live. Hmm. Do you remember, like um, a couple of a few episodes ago, I spoke about doing your duty, because we all have a duty to do. When we borrow, we are—it's an unhelpful value because we don't want to do our own duties. We want to just go and be a headache to someone else. And one of the other things about borrowing is that when we're borrowing, we—the issue with borrowing is that you are stealing from your life to borrow. Because if you borrow money now, let's say you go, let's say you do it, you don't go to someone else, but you go to the bank and you take some money. Do you know why the bank are happy to give you that money? Because they, that's why they ask you, do you have a job? Because what they're doing is they're saying yes for your next. Let's say you take a loan that's going to take five years to pay back. They now own you for those five years. For those five years, you cannot quit your job. You have to always have a job because every month they'll be saying. Give us back our money. Give us back our money. Give us back our money. You now work for them, and you have mortgaged those five years to the bank. So you are actually selling your future to these people. Hence, why we say one of the rules of money. I always say, do not spend tomorrow. Don't eat tomorrow's food today. Now I could just go with all borrowing. I could just go the whole podcast episode, but no. I decided to speak about three unhelpful money habits, and the second one is spending. We overspend, guys. We overspend. One of the things I do on my on my part on my um, Facebook profile, uh, Rick Matsoko Cherry, Rick Rufaro Matsoko Cherry, I'm always speaking and giving money advice. And one thing I always talk about is spending. And I get a lot of pushback on this one because, my God, people love to spend. I get them and people saying, "Oh, you're just stingy. Oh, you know, you, we need to spend our money while we're alive. Like one day we'll be dead and whatever." Spenders, spenders, spenders. But the spending mentality is not good. It is not a good value. I tell you, if you are someone who understands life, you understand that everything you've been given, all the money you have been given, you've been given by 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 someone. You may think of it as God. You may be thinking of it as nature. You may be thinking of it as life has gifted you these things. So you are actually a steward, and your money is a tool that you use to make the world a better place. When I started looking at money in this healthier way, I started understanding that simply spending money was irresponsible. It's like just having a child mentality, and you can't be having that. We are grown-ups, guys. If we are just spending our money, and yet we just spend all day laughing, uh, you know, crying, saying, "Oh, our countries are not that good, society is not that good," and all this, you moan about homelessness, and yet when you get your money, you go and spend it, left, right, and center. How about you invest it 
in a solution to solve homelessness whatever it is that's that's in your bonnet whatever be that's in your bonnet this is what you need to be doing with your money rather than spending it spending is an unhelpful money value and lastly i want to talk about social pressure there is social pressure to live a life that is beyond us to live the life that we see our neighbors living to live the life that everybody else lives I, in my 20s, was a, a, a man of the people, always going out with my boys. And there was a social pressure to go out and spend money. When it was payday, we'd go out. I worked at McDonald's and every two weeks was our payday. Every Thursday, uh, Thursday every two weeks was our payday. And we'd go out. We'd go out like, like in style. And do you know what I was doing? I was, uh, you know, it was a, it was, there was a pressure there to spend a good 50 to 100 pounds every night we went out. Now, consider that I'm getting paid, at that point, £200 every two weeks. So I'm spending a hundred of it on the, the drinks. I'm buying people drinks. I'm going out with, with the, the clubbing, all that. Then I buy nice clothes, nice shoes, whatever. There was social pressure to look a certain way. My boy, I had my friend, Charlton. He was my best friend. And like he always looked really, really like, you know, these like early 2000s, like rappers, you know, in the Nelly videos and all that. 50 cent and all them I wanted to look like him so I'd be buying rock of wear uh, like clothes that, that were far too expensive than what I needed to do that was the social pressure I was in maybe for you you know I know my people Zimbabwean people we love to do parties every time to host parties to attend them the social pressure to drive a certain car oh I'm 30 something year old black man maybe I need to have a BMW but I have a job as a care worker why are you driving a BMW man there are people who have much better jobs than you and they don't have BMWs. But your social pressure makes you live a certain way. You want to be dressed a certain way. I know girls who cannot repeat uh, uh, clothes like at parties. They say, oh, I can't be seen wearing the same dress that I wore, you know, at any point. I always have to have a new one. This is social pressure. And this social pressure is unhelpful because it makes you spend money that you don't have it makes you borrow money. It makes you, you never have money to save. You cannot invest because you are always living beyond your means. So guys, that's all I have for today's show. If you enjoyed it, would you mind giving us a good clap? Just click in the clap button there. You can also subscribe to the podcast or follow us to see our regular content. <laughs>